This album literally came out when I fully got into hip hop. Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm Ooh. Yeah, got to put the bark in there. Listen, this is Discog Discussions, where we discuss discographies of artists that we love and sometimes hate, as you might find out later today. But also, these are well-respected people in the world of rap and hip-hop around the world. And today, we are discussing the Slim Shady, the real one, Eminem, the best white rapper alive. Go fuck yourself, Jack Harlow. Go fuck yourself, Logic. Go fuck yourself, Trinidad James. I don't even know where you are, Trinidad James, even though you're not white, but you can go fuck yourself. So, <laughs> Trinidad James is black. I don't know where he came up in my mind, but fuck them white rappers. Especially you, H. The other guy, the short one. You know the one I'm talking about. Central C, you two. <coughs> fuck you. All right. Yeah. So, that's another homophobe. Trust me, yeah, trust me. <laughs> we don't we don't support homophobia in here. We're we're all inclusive in the grey area. But anyways, so the culture's view of Eminem and his music. Everybody views Eminem as the goat, surely. Like anybody who's anybody in rap goes, Eminem is really, really good and is in their top five or ten. Anybody with any kind of common well, sense. He was. Well, you see, the, the run through says, run through says without giving away too much of your own. So I think we can, as a group, agree Eminem is a, a highly skilled rapper and he, he definitely yeah. has influenced a lot of the people we hear now. He can I feel rap. like there's, um, there's two like, main schools of thought. You've got one big majority is Eminem's fan base that will kind of <laughs> that ride. Rule, that rule the game. <laughs> ride until... He, he dies basically but there also we have to kind of accept that a lot of Eminem's fan base are not really embedded in hip-hop culture they're not really into rap music so they have quite a limited view of him in the grand scheme of things and then I feel like the other main school of thought now is that I, I'm with Kieran like, you know I think Eminem used to end up in a lot of people's top fives but now a lot of people are at a point where there's a there's been a massive decline in his music and there seems to be a disconnect from him and and the culture. Yeah. That's what I feel the two main ones are without revealing what mine is. But we're the grey area, so we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll fall in the middle. Trust me. Hey, Theo, what are you saying about Eminem? Because we already know where Kieran's at and he's just going to bring negativity no, to the situation. I, I didn't say too much. No, 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 his career had well we discussed about it, but it, it the, the thing is, Sean couldn't have put it um better than what he said actually, because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like when he started off, the culture just loved him because he was I don't know he was almost like a breath of fresh air for what he was doing, and then as time went away and he started going away from what he was good at and started sort of feeding how can I say it? he was feeding the whole I need to be. It's, it's when we talk about from relapse to recovery I need to feed the public I need to go back to what the old M was going but he didn't grow as what he was meant to do as an artist and in doing so he then went away from the culture so now he's making more sort of poppy tunes that were that he was not doing at the beginning so now he's like take he's, there's a proper disconnect from the culture 
Okay. And then we can touch about it because we touch about albums like Revival, but the less said about that, the better, boy. Wow. I'll tell you that right now. I, I didn't even mm-hmm. revisit that one. I'm, I'm just going to say it bluntly. I didn't listen to that Jeez. album. Listen to Walk nah, on Water. I was I'm like, this is not. You, I don't want to revisit this album. No. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only person that skips at least one album because I skipped a few because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you they're here to. on the run no, through and I've no, acknowledged you, you, them. I tried. I started listening to some of these albums on Shuffle. Cause I was like, maybe the randomness will kept, will loop me in, and I'll stay locked in. I, I couldn't, and that's very that's got, like a that's I you, I that's a sin, you know. Listen to an album for the like, first. <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> some of these new albums is for the first time. I listened to it on shuffle. I felt I felt like an absolute renegade. But anyways, yeah, let's let's um let's get into it. Let's before we start revealing all our opinions and that. But um, first error. So again, if you if you've seen this discussions, you'll know how this works. We recently spoke about MIA. We've spoken about the late great Mac Miller, Tribal Quest, plenty of different artists. But um, the first era we've got is between 1996 and 2007. So that will cover albums such as the Slim Shady LP all the way up to Encore. Um, I think we, I've suggested this before, but I feel like we should do this a bit different and try and cover as many projects as possible and go maybe even chronologically. So it'd be good to know, has anyone got anything from the Slim Shady LP? Of course I go. do. And it's none of the no, obvious. Can I go ahead? Yeah. You, well, who else has got some? Just, I've just, got. I've got I've, something from. I've got something. From no, no. I mean, I mean, what's your number one? That like, your number one that you wanted to share? Did you have? Yeah. The Slim Shady LP. Yeah. No, I had it. I had it before. With okay. Slim Shady. I, I did. So me and Sam have Slim Shady LP. So one of us should go first. I, I imagine. Sam, you go first. You go have first. I picked, no, but I don't. No, no. But you don't understand what I'm saying. I've got oh. one before Slim Shady LP. We're not doing. Oh, that. You've got one before. We're not doing yes. that. We're doing a. Why are we not doing that? I'm sorry. We, we had should an album do it. Okay, that. we're gonna he, do he it. So I'm gonna have to hit. I'm gonna have right. to hit up YouTube now. Is that what I'm gonna have yeah, to? Yeah, you're gonna have to hit point. up YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you are gonna have to hit up YouTube. All right, go on then. Yeah, you know what it is, Infinite. The actual Infinite. song. That's actually on. That's on Spotify. Is it? That that one song's on Spotify. Yeah. Was it like re-released or something? I think I thought the whole album was on Spotify at one point, no, it, but then they, I, they cut it I off. I think it was, and then they're taking it off again, yeah, annoyingly. Well. Theo's pick is infinite. I'm, by the way, we're only listening to like a verse and a bit of the songs because otherwise we'll be here all Yeah, day. it is on Spotify. You know what's weird? Hearing that, yeah, you can hear where Mac Miller started out. You can hear where Kid Cudi yeah. started out. You can exactly. hear how, you know, 10, 15 years before these artists were even in our... our viewpoint they were inspired by eminem i'm gonna be real though that's more asia nas i hear like life's a bit yeah it is no with it is. And I think is fully with kieran yeah i get what sam's saying it's like maybe like for example mac miller was aspiring to be like how eminem was when he yeah. started as well but there is a deeper source than just the way like eminem is not the first rapper ever no nah. do you know what i, I mean, mean? <laughs> i'm interested some people to know why some I'm people interested to know why you picked it uh fear because um oh I found this album to be like, he hadn't found his voice yet. He sounded no, like he didn't find, a lot of other no, rappers. Yeah, he did. But, but it, um, what I found interesting is what um, I could see where when he obviously moves to uh, the Slim Shady LP, yes, with his flows, it's clear that he's, he's, he's biting off Nas because that's, what, that's all I hear as well. But the way he was sort of rhyming and connecting his rhymes together was something that was a, that you can hear the early indication of what he then goes on to then become and it was and I really like the song Infinite but I, I find that song quite significant because it's like sort of the early work of where I can see the blueprint of what he's then 
gone on to become and use them with his rhyme and seals. But yes, you are right because the whole album, when I listened to it again, and I did listen to it again, he has not found his voice. He, he, he does. He, you can tell that he has influences from like his predecessors, especially Nas. That's why Nas came out and called him out after Infinite dropped. Like he wasn't happy. Nas oh. heard it and was like, "Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah." Eminem must like, have yeah, been yeah, buzzing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nas was like, "Who's this? Who, who's this white boy trying to?" copy my flow and all, all this mm, and that so enough. he wasn't happy at all he I'm said glad no, you sounds exactly yeah i'm glad you picked something from there though because i feel like a lot of i imagine there's a lot of even eminem fans out there that haven't really checked for that album but also yeah. like people like you know the sort of younger generations have probably never even heard it because it's not easy to access not easy at all but mm. yeah well going from strong beginnings <laughs> i ain't gonna lie my pick from the Slim Shady LP, Sean already guessed earlier what I'm about, yeah. I'm about the songs that are just wild, off the wall, the songs that are going to like really kind of ruffle some feathers, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like if I go first, it's going to ruin Sean's pick, yeah. But I'm going to do it anyways because he invited me to go first. My pick is Come On Everybody. <laughs> I think that song's just an example of how vulgar Eminem was from the jump. But the, the lyrical talent in that first verse is absolutely crazy, even though he's literally saying the most vile things you can think of. Like, he mentions AIDS, syphilis, killing people. Like, it, But it, that is the kind of shock value that I think kind of encompasses Eminem in this era. Mm. And that's why I picked Come On Everybody. Like, yeah, would, technically, it, he's talking about coming on everybody, you know, whatever, but it's, it's actually quite quite entertaining, the, the skill level that he's he's showing there. There's, there's no denying that Eminem is one of the most... Um, when he came out, when I say when he came out, I mean when he popped off with a Slim Shady LP, right? My Name Is and things like that was one of the most out there intros to the game ever. There wasn't really anyone like Eminem. There hadn't been it's, anyone. He's audacious. Right? I think that's the best word for it. Mm. It was provocative. It was offensive. It was different. Um, and I mean, that's more of a, you know, more of a, a sleeper on the album, I guess. It's more like a kind of, I'm trying to think of the word that we normally use, but um it's not one of the sort of go-tos I imagine people would from the Slim Shady LP, but there's many examples on that album of um, what made him so original and so uh, enticing at that period of time. And stuff like I've got that. A question as well. Oh, go on. Did, did he find, do you think he's the creator of Horrorcore? I know Dr. Octagon was also there. Oh, Dr. Octagon like, is disgusting. No. Yeah. But I love Dr. Yeah. Octagon. I, I'd say I, do, I feel like this is like in, in commercial, like in mainstream rap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think like how Kanye brought sort of industrial hip hop to to the to really to the forefront with Yeezus. Maybe Eminem did that with horrorcore. Because I know, oh, what are they called? Um, oh my god, you talk about the like Lord Finesse and people like that were doing stuff. We're mm-hmm. doing like kind of horrorcore esque stuff. I mean, that's maybe sort of early nineties, even as far back as that. Grave Diggers with with the RZA as well. I think were doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Eminem. I think for a mainstream audience, it was. It was wild, I imagine. I'd say it's easily digestible. Even though that song's title was disgusting and the hook is disgusting, mm. it's actually kind of like, it, that song for me is like foreshadowing all the stuff we hear in like the Eminem show and Encore, all those mm. jokey songs. Like he's always had that kind mm. of vibe. Like even in the beginning, he's like, this is my dance song. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my pick from the Slim Shady LP. Obviously mm. it's not the best song. It's not the biggest song. Obviously the listener right now is going crazy. Like how do you not pick the fucking big tracks? It's like... Fucking relax. This is the grey area. We pick what you like. <laughs> one one yeah. thing I noticed as well is that he watered down his lyrics a lot. Like 
Infinite, the way he was borrowing on that reminded me of modern day Eminem, where it's like, I'm going to rhyme every single word I can in whatever mm. way I want to. But like here, it's more focused on just like communicating this like vision, I think. Do, mm. do you know what I mean? Like there's, uh, I, think, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much. About the, I know what you mean. Stuff. I think, yeah. uh, well, look, he, he says it himself, Eminem, I think teaming up with Dr. Dre, um, I imagine Jimmy Iovine was maybe involved as well. I'm not too sure. But having people like that, having that major label there to kind of, you know, refine it and 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 make it palatable, as offensive and as provocative as it was. Um, yeah, I'm completely with you. I think it was he's still lyrical, you know, but it's it's uh it's very clear. It's, you know, <laughs> there's no no mincing mm. words and things like that, really. But I think I, I mean I've got a pick from each album, each major album in this era, but I'll, I'm going to stick with with the Slim Shady LP because this song's it's more of a personal pick. This one, and there's more to say, I think, about the Slim Shady LP. But before before we do that, um, my pick is Rock Bomb, the song directly after "Come On Everybody." So if you're if you you're go. listening right now, it's a start yeah. from "Come On Everybody." Nice. Let, it, let it roll through. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep pick. That's a deep cut from that album. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That yeah. Was- so for me, with that one, um, the Slim Shady LP is known for the, you know, the witty, controversial lyrics like we've discussed. Eminem's sort of lyrical ability, the the kind of cartoonish, gimmicky production at times and things like that. Um, this was one of the sort of few early examples of, of introspection. And um, I guess hearing from... Marshall Mathers rather than Slim Shady, if that makes sense. Definitely not the best example of this. He de- he improves on this in later albums, particularly in this era. But for me, like personally, when, as I always say, I kind of got into, well, I became sort of embedded with hip hop like year 10, year 11 times, right? And some of the artists that I used to, st- I say study, not even just listen to study, was like Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, Eminem. And this was one of the first hip hop songs that ever really struck a chord with me because I won't go into it too much, but um, not long after the recession, you know, old man gets made redundant. We get to a point where there's potential that we may not have a roof over our heads, right? We've got to sell the house and things like that. And I'm a moody, sensitive, over-emotional, dramatic teenager. So when you listen to a song like this and you listen to the lyrics, obviously you can't relate to everything, but when when you really don't have that much money and you're seeing like your friends learn to drive and get cars and go on holiday and this and that, and you're not doing that because you don't want to ask your parents for the money because you feel bad and all this, this sort these were the kinds of songs that got me through that period, which wasn't really that bad. Yeah. But like I say, I was an emotional teenager, so everything seemed a lot worse than it was. This one just resonated with me. And, uh, and still to this day, you know, it's not the greatest production in fact, that album in general is not really aged that well in ter- both in terms of like the humour and the references, but also the production. But um, it just always strikes a chord with me. Always reminds me of that that period of time. Well, gets no, me definitely. Even me, shit. I was yeah. reminiscing there about times where I've literally had not even zero, below zero. You know, like that, like where you're mm. you're you're spending what you ain't got, and then you get to what you ain't got, and the, that limit is reached. So songs yeah. like that, I think the de- that's definitely why Eminem resonated with so many people beyond. Mm just you know the idea of like oh he's white whatever it's like he actually spoke yeah. real real issues because i think the flip side of that is like gangster rappers would be like oh, i'm gonna rob you for your chains and money because i ain't got shit but he's like 
have you ever felt like this, like rock bottom, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel like shit right now. And the stories he's telling, obviously to some people would be like bang on the money, like not being able to get mm. diapers for your daughter, you know, not, not being able to mm. afford, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it's yeah. one of those ones where Eminem has a deeper side, but I think that gets lost on a, a lot of, a lot of the kind of crazy shit he says that he actually does have some serious issues and has been through a lot, especially for mm. a first album, he goes quite deep. Hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and people look to the 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 wilder tracks on there, but also the, there's there's some great examples of storytelling on that album. Um, but this was an early indicator that yeah, this guy can tap into something and actually like you know really sort of tug on heartstrings and impact you. So yeah, it'll always be one of my favorite Eminem songs of all time. Always respect that. Yes. Gotta drop the bomber for that. Well, Kieran. we've had Kieran. No, we we have had Theo. We've had Sean. And we've had me. We haven't had Kieran yet. Mm-hmm. What's your pick looking like? Are you coming from the other three albums? You yeah, go- yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. So I think um, my pick was a song. I think I only heard it in the last year. I might have heard it at the time, like on LimeWire or whatever we used to use to find music, but it's a Stimulate. It's um, on the 25th anniversary, or I don't even know what anniversary it was, of our Eminem show. But it was a contemporary song, so I thought it was okay to still pick 20th it. Twentieth anniversary, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Psst. Hey, that's a weird song. That technical ability when he's like he's rapping with the drums, isn't he? Yeah, he's rapping yeah, with the drums. I was here. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, mad. oh, that's I was so catching it. And when he was just, there, there was that sort of scheme that he was doing with what is it, context? I can't pronounce, I can't mm. remember all the C's, but he did that for about what, um, about six times he was doing that and just rhyming with all of that. Yeah, it's, it's so incredibly verse. complex, yeah. it's unbelievable. When I say weird, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just that, yeah, there's not really any, I can't think of an Eminem song that really sounds like that. Nah, yeah, yeah it's it's, I, I like mm. it. It's, it's quite alternative. Um, I picked it because I guess like it wasn't on the main album, and when it came out uh, on streaming service recently, it was like, oh, this is Eminem. I just want him to sound like the gun now, but I don't think we'll ever get that. But it, it kind of, I don't know. It just, it felt like a new song that sounded like the M I Love, and I think I don't know. Also, I think this song's a really good example of everything he does in that album, really. Like it, mm-hmm. when I think of the Eminem show, that's actually the type of Eminem I'm looking for. Like he's got all the crazy rhyme schemes, like you said, he's rapping with the drums and everything. Mm. Yeah, it just, it just gets me in a mood. Like this, this is why I like Eminem. So I don't know how you lot feel like with this era. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that this, and most people would say his best music came from this time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think that his best album is the Marshall Mathers LP. But yeah. My personal favorite, depending on what mood I'm in, but I'm, I tend to sway towards the Eminem show because I just feel like he was so in his bag at that point. Like, although I know I'm, it sounds weird what I'm saying, the, the Marshmallow LP is his best album, but in terms of just him on a mic, the way he sounded, he just sounded so good. Like he just, it, like, it was almost like he'd mastered it at that point. He cracked mm-hmm. it. And there's so many different vocal performances on the Eminem show as well. Mm. That's I think that's the thing. The Marshall, the Marshall Mathers LP is great as an album, but like the Eminem show is like literally a show. He's got those high points where he's doing like, you know, crazy screamo type stuff that we hear now, you know, like cleaning up my closet. And then he's got songs like Superman where he's like almost like in that Drake 
R and B type vibe where mm. he's the best. bouncing. And then you got like beat, sing for the, the you got like sing for the moment, and you got my dad's mm. gone crazy. He's got the comedy factor as well. What well, like Haley's in it? And uh, Haley, I think my mm. dad's gone crazy. Mm. Got all of those sort of elements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's mm. yeah, that, that's uh, not one of my favorite. The Eminem <laughs> show is my favorite Eminem album. Always has been. I think it's his best. But I've always said there's it. no misses on that yeah. album. Yeah, I don't think. That, yeah, there's not a single miss on the Eminem show. But I've always said that if there's a debate between the Eminem show and the Marvel. Marshall's um, LP I can see both sides but I would always tend to go with the Eminem show because I just as you said it Sean as well I think he was in his bag and he was untouchable at this stage he could just do whatever he wanted yeah and he sounds amazing yeah he sounds yeah. amazing I think with the with the Marshall Mathers LP I just think as a body of work it was perhaps more I guess cohesive and then also mm. you think about some of the standouts on there something like Stan which was so incredibly impactful yeah, yeah. yeah. and then Kim, Kim as well which is you know very hard to listen to but I mean even to this day we go oh we cry together that reminds us of Kim you know yeah. mm-hmm. um, that it felt like the high points on that were very 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 high um, and there was this kind of consistent theme to it and, he, and there was a, a noticeable improvement on the Slim Shady LP both lyrically I think production wise I mean when Dr. Dre produces most of it it's going to be better it's certainly aged better than the slim shady lp like sonically but yeah there was with with the eminem show i guess maybe he i guess it, he refined things even further on that one and it and it all became smoother and polished so like even to this day it's probably the album that's maybe um aged the best because of those refinements because of the just piecing it all together the way he did and like someone mentioned superman you, you know how i feel about that song i think he just mm. I mean, that was one of my picks. I was very close to putting in. I think for me, the Marshall Mavis LP has that nice midsection from like, I don't know if it's, I think it's from Stan all the way down to maybe the way I am or something. It's like, it's like seven, eight tracks where, mm. let me have a look actually. So I'm not talking out my ass, but um, the Marshall Mavis LP has moments where I'm like, oh, Eminem's an amazing rapper. But then I always have to kind of like backtrack on myself. So yeah, from Stan, then there's the Paul Rosenberg skip. We won't count that. It's only 10 seconds. Who knew? That's a banger to me. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. a banger. That's that another little kind of skip real going banger. On. The yeah. way I am, the real Slim Shady, arguably down for me to I'm back. So that's what? Two, four, six. I'm back. That's about eight songs there of just pure, amazing, like un- undeniable rap skill, right? Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. on the Eminem show, it's like, it's, it's different vibes and different pockets but like this yeah. is definitely like a very kind of like this is an angry man on the Marshall Mavis LP exactly but that yeah. angry man's disappeared over the Eminem show and on I think that's why Encore. I like Eminem show more though because he's like less focused on being like controversial and like shock factor yeah and he's just more focused on showing he mm. makes great music and yeah. he, he does doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. Some great songs there. I, I feel like if I'm if I'm in the mood to really sort of I guess take like really digest an album and get into a particular mood I think the, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP is the one, especially if I'm like doing like going back and like just trying to like, for stuff like this. But the Eminem show is something I can just put on in most environments. You know, mm-hmm. even, yeah, even for people that aren't really into rap, you can just pop it on, and then everyone knows like you know the big songs and um, and even like something like I know it was a single, but like a Superman, like you say, it's got that kind of R and B feel to it. It's smooth, um, and it's actually. Do you know what? I, I was listening to the, uh, the album the other day. And it's quite interesting in terms of subject matter, like the things that he's talking about. So, you know, you've got a song like White America. Um, you've got, I mean, it goes into business, which is more of a fun track. You've got Cleaning Out My Closet. It covers you with the introspective thing. It felt a bit more, it felt a bit more varied, sorry. 
Um, didn't, I didn't necessarily agree with some of his political views and and his takes on the culture and society and things like that. But um, yeah, there's definitely, a, I feel like a bit more variety to it, I mm-hmm. guess. And it he feels also like for the first time. Well. Sorry, go on. No, it's what you think, man. Sorry, I know, it, was good. it was kind of what you were going to say. It was just that I feel like for the first time you got an Eminem album rather than yeah, a Slim Shady yeah, yeah. album. It's, his yeah. voice, it's so weird hearing like the non, not, I don't even know if he raps as Slim Shady on this whole album. Slim he, he might like, like high pitch and stuff, it, isn't it? Like he's all like, yeah, kind of, like yeah. shouty, but. Eminem, but Marshall Mathers did that as well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like to, to kind of answer the question that we've got for this era, is this Eminem's strongest era? I would say obviously yes. Yeah, yeah, there's no yeah, doubt. Absolutely. 100%. And it's not like it one of those ones this. where he got better over time. Like, this is literally his his best work was in his first four albums. And arguably, I think at this point, he wanted to stop because he had a lot of issues going on. Even though he was famous and rich, like, his issues still persisted. And I, I don't mm. know how much anybody knows about what was going on in his life between, you know, Encore and where Era 2 began, but he was fucked up. Mm. Well, he apparently was fucked up during Encore. Like mm. he'd always been using drugs, but I've, I've read some stuff that he was saying that because this. I mean, we should talk about Encore as well. For me, Encore yeah. was a noticeable dip, a not like big time noticeable dip from the Eminem show to that. I feel like Encore, the first few tracks, it starts okay. Like I can, I can kind of live with it, and then the middle part, which is what Eminem commented on, where he said all the sort of goofy, stupid tracks were songs like he, said he kind of run out of ideas at that point, and he would just be popping pills in the studio and just go in the booth and just say whatever he wanted, and you could tell because, and it's not even just um, the the content; it's his rapping is noticeably not as good as well. Mm-hmm. Big time, not not rapping. I think he lost focus because between the two albums, he made the Eight Mile film that he acted in as well, obviously. Yeah, and he made Lose Yourself, which is like, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Lose Yourself, which is arguably his best song too. So I don't know. He kind of like completed the rap game. He moved on to the film industry. Then it's coming back on this the same year. I think. Do you know what's it's weird sort of, about this? Yeah. This pe- this period of of my life. I don't know about you guys, but it's like this is two thousand four, and I'm like discovering like South Park and Family Guy and American Dad. And it's like this album kind of went hand in hand with that kind of like just yep. goofy yeah, wacky yeah, yeah, really of, did. of yeah, life. Exactly. I love just really losing white America. Yeah, just yeah. just uh, lose it. Us like that. All those uh, songs kind of felt good at the time, but it's like. To be yeah. honest, when I listen back to Ask Like That or Ask Like now. That, it's actually just stupid. It's it funny. It's so still stupid. funny. It is funny, but, but it's, it's so stupid. stupid. And, but Just Lose It's a, it's it, a man. joke it's, artist though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. But Just Lose It is so offensive. But it's weird because the believe. album starts so good. Like you've got, yeah, you got um, Toy does. Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, what's the first track that... Um, Even Never Enough. Is good, so oh, Never Enough. Yeah. But that, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Because yeah. as yeah. a kid, you know what, though? I was not hearing from... any of that. I was only hearing the stupid songs. <laughs> but even the more, um, even the more serious tracks, though, his songwriting wasn't as good either. A very, very long-winded. Like there would be like a whole verse almost where you're like kind of he's kind of like very surface level, which is something that will come onto in the other areas where he's not really telling you anything. And then when you finally get to the story, you're kind of a bit. Like you're not in it as much, whereas mm. Slim Shady LPs, but like things like Bonnie and Clyde and Guilty Conscience, is as hard as they are to listen to. Like I can't really vibe with it. But who's playing music? I don't know. Trying to get us taken down. No, no, no. <laughs> and there's that song, is it Yellow Brick Road? Where it's it's got to be one of the worst apology songs I've mm. ever heard. <laughs> one of the, like it's just it's not even an he says sorry at the end but it's just this really long-winded story kind of like giving himself excuses as to why he said what he said back then and then he doesn't really apologize because he just 
sort of okay i'm not racist but i'm misogynist that's kind of like the message at like, the end this is the thing with Eminem. it's like at least he's not saying the n-word but it's like he'll say faggot in basically every mm, single album yeah, yeah. And he'll be misogynistic in basically all of his songs that revolve around a woman yeah he's very on angry to... at all the women in his life so oh, it comes out very strongly in all his music and it, it actually mm. is really hard to digest as as a man who who has loved and loves many women in my life i was always a bit like yeah I, i'm not really vibing with all that stuff you know mm. Mm. yeah the one like it kind of comes on to our other point about how well the, uh, the music's aged but what I found listening back to this, and don't get me wrong, I gave some, like, I've scored every album and I gave some pretty high scores in that, but in terms of my personal preference and, and um, replay value, I've realised that maybe I'm not as big an Eminem fan as I think I am. I don't know if, if I even am. I don't know if that's bad to say on this episode. But no, 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 no I was like, I loved Eminem, but going I through heard. the whole discog, it really mm. made me think that, damn, I don't know, man. I, I appreciate him. I respect yeah. what he does and what he's done in the game. But can I really say I'm a big fan? I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't examples. respect everything he does. That's the yeah, problem. That's- uh, it's like you don't want to throw away the good with the bad, but it's like the bad is so bad. No, I was just gonna say that there's that some of the examples I was gonna give was like for instance on the on the Slim Shady LP, you've got 97 Bonnie and Clyde. On one hand, you look at it and you go, very cinematic, great storytelling, but at the same time, I can't vibe listening to a man talking about Murdering his, his wife, the mother of his child, yeah, exactly. dumping her in the sea. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, no, but weird. it's, it's entertaining. It's, real. it's entertaining. And, yeah, I know, I, and it's really. I feel like I'm contradicting myself because we obviously we, with film, we you know we watch certain films and we yeah. praise them for these films. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm doing with 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 Eminem as well. But at the same time, it's like music's different. Music. I I identify music differently. The, the reason why I listen to music is different to why I watch a film or TV and things like that. But it's all entertainment though. And, and that's where I took my yeah. mind to. And I ended up having this conversation with a few people today about the fact that songs like what you said, 97 Bonnie and Clyde is like, yeah, he's semi-serious, but he also hasn't done that. So it's technically entertainment. There's those people yeah. that make fucked up crazy horror films. Are they serial killers? No. Do they no. have the potential to be them? Possibly. But mm. it's just entertainment. And I thought about it and I thought this, this came into my head today, right? And I thought about this and because one of you, I think it was you, Sam, you mentioned about perhaps his sort of experiences and perception of women is what impacts the, the stuff that he said. I also thought to myself, is it a defense mechanism at this point? Like he's been hurt by so many people um, that at this point in time, although there were introspective tracks and mature tracks in this era, like the the reason why he like adopts this role of Slim Shady is almost like to mask like the the pain he's been through in his life. I don't know. I'm not sure. No, I'm not giving right. him. I'm not no, giving what he it, says it, and does. It, sound, it, it makes sense because hurt yeah. people hurt people. There we go. He just there takes lots of drugs and starts going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but, but a couple other songs I wanted to mention though, like was because so obviously I had Rock Bottom, Superman was on there, but Kill You was my my Marshall Mathers LP song. I just think from a technical lyrical standpoint, what he does on that track. I still say to this day, there was no one, I, I hadn't heard anyone flow like that up until that point when I've gone over like history of hip hop and that there was no one attacking a beat like that, the way he was doing it, um, the words he was putting together. And then the only track for me that was really worth mentioning from Encore was Mockingbird. I know it's the big single, so. but 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Mockingbird is Toy on that song. same album, I think it is, no? Which mm. one? Yeah, like Toy Soldiers. That, that, that one Soldiers. for me was... That's a really good song now. Yeah. That's aged so well. Yeah, that is. Mockingbird's you know banging though. For me, it's still a bit... Um, it's poppy. Don't get me wrong, I, 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 I do respect like Toy Soldiers, but it's another example for me of just being a bit long-winded. He wasn't really... Like, it's. I get a bit bored when I'm listening to it because I know I've heard it so many times, but it takes a I I don't know, it's just a bit... It's a long song and it feels long. Mm. But I'd, I'd rather feel bored than being put in a bad mood though. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was putting a bad... I put Kill You on earlier today. I was feeling weird. Like, <laughs> feeling I, off I kilter. I was myself. Yeah, it, I was just... It was off. I don't you know, know how Kill You is amazing though. No, I, no I, Sean. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Really, I, I still appreciate it, but I, I think I don't know. I think we're getting really bogged down in era one because we're trying to avoid era two. Yeah, but <coughs> the honest, the honest thing Let's is, move yeah. into that. <laughs> sure, you made oh, some no. great points about those songs. Yeah, but I think it's also it's like past the first, let's say like three projects. Past that, we're just trying to cherry pick because the encore album is in and of itself a mess, a, it mess, a of, mess of greatness and a bit of madness. But it's almost like track it's mostly madness. Single it's very much like a, almost a Yeezus album, where it's a not Yeezus, Donda. I don't even have the Donda button on this board, but you know what I mean. It's a complete mess, and we're picking out the best parts, and the best parts are amazing. Mm. Yeah. I hear that. I hear yeah, it. but I mean, j- just to clarify, when I'm saying things like "Kill You" is amazing, I don't condone anything that he's saying in these songs. That, and that's one thing. That's the big disclaimer <laughs> for this whole episode. I got to put that at the top. Yo, we do not the co-sign su- anything, literally um, anything. The, the the Slim Shady and even a lot of the Marshall Mathers LP, a lot of the, the references haven't aged well, but particularly even today, like I was listening to, we'll get to it, but some of the stuff he still says in recent times, you just think, no, like, I know you, I know it's a character. I know it's, I know it's not real, but why? Why? I don't, yeah. awful, anyway, let's, let's move on. Error two, error two. Has anyone got anything from... Actually, no, a bit of context. So please. Eminem <laughs> retires, right? Um, we know that there's a pill addiction. He's still dropping features. And there's like, I think there's a, an album that comes out as well. Is it with the re-up or something? I can't remember. Uh, around yeah, time re-up. as well. I yeah. the CD from yeah. that. <laughs> he did, he did that song um, with, um, with Kanye, Drake. Uh, so there's Forever, Forever which is Absolute coming into where we are now. Yeah. Like the comeback, but... Um, we know that Proof gets murdered in 2006 oh. and I imagine has a, a big impact. Eminem overdoses in 2007. So he goes through some stuff. And then 2009, we get the comeback, which is Relapse. Does anyone have any songs from Relapse? I do, but it's just one. And it was very, very easy to pick because it's the best song on there. It's 3 a.m. Well, actually, tell oh. I tell I Crack a Bottle is a banger. But for me, if we're not going to go for the mainstream songs, because that's not what we do, 3 a.m. for me. Okay. Do you want to hear it? So that is a single. That's the single, you know. Is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a single. I think it was the yeah, lead single. single. This is this was the point where I actually stopped listening to Eminem and rap in general, really, apart from like the amazing people, and just was like, I can't listen to to this man mm. anymore. But three AM, banger. But the way he leans into that beat with his flow, it's like he's doing that same thing again, where he's actually mm. like he's moving mm. and pushing and pulling with the beat, even though he's talking absolute craziness, yeah, like pure yeah, murder really shit. And we just said like we hate all that stuff. For me. That's an example of Eminem's lyrical ability to, and to take you on a journey because you're seeing it. It's like, wow, there's this drug addicted kind of serial killer going about. And he's a very disgusting guy. But yeah, for me, from Relapse, that's literally the only song apart from um, Crack a Bottle. But even that, that's the pop song, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit easy to does, like Crack a Bottle. Does anyone else have a Relapse tune? 
Mm-hmm. I had one, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. You're gonna not gonna pick it. it. No. Um, what was it? Out of curiosity, it, I liked beautiful. It's just that kind of Eminem I like. Depressed. Okay. <laughs> mm. Fair enough. Because <laughs> um, I do, I do have one that I was gonna pick, but I don't know whether to. I'll go for it. I'll go for it. I'll, I'll trust that Theo and Kieran give us some variety. So I, I do have another song from Relapse because it, it kind of leads into a bigger point. So um, my one is Deja Vu. That's my one. DMC, we have a mid-30s male found down, unresponsive, possible overdose. I wrote down one word just to summarise how I felt about Relapse and it was frustrating because on one hand, you listen to him on here and you can tell like he's he's got this energy back. He's rapping better. Mm. Seems like he's hungry, like the break's done him good. Um there's there's particular tracks on here like 3 a.m. that Sam picked my one. I think that um Underground is another quite sort of standout track for Eminem at that period as well, just very out there and and experimental. But the reason why I say frustrated is if I was if I was really invested in the culture at this time and, and a big Eminem fan, because this is about a year before I really like, sort of fell in love with hip hop, I'd have been so frustrated with this because for the majority of this album, he's not telling us anything really that went on in that five year period. And I know that uh, artists have no obligation to to be vulnerable and personal and this and that. But as we know, when they are, we appreciate it, and the music often benefits for it. And you just think you're now ten years in the game. You know, yes, there's the whole Slim Shady thing. We expect a certain type of content from you, but surely there was more with substance and depth that he could have shared in this album. And this is one of the only tracks where I was like, ah, you're telling us what happened, like how you actually feel, not this Slim Shady character, not all this wildness that we've already heard before on all these albums. So it's like bittersweet for me. It's like, yeah, I I like this song. And the beat, again, Dr. Dre, solid beat. But this is like one of the few examples on that album. And it's not a bad album at all. It's just subject matter wise. It's got no, I've got no interest in going back to that album because just, there's just nothing there that that is, interests me, if that makes sense. I don't know if anyone else feels that way about Relapse. But... No, I, f- I feel that way completely. And it's it's funny that me and you picked two tracks produced by Dr. Dre. I don't know if the whole project is produced by Dr. Dre. Someone else might know that better than me. I think it was. Oh, right. Mostly. There is some Eminem and the, the, what's the guy that he works with? Is it the Bass Brothers or I can't remember. Some others, yeah. But I feel like those those two songs we picked are, are him doing kind of what he used to do best, but also kind of like, it's like you said, he's not really telling us anything new. He's kind of just telling us stuff. Hmm. But I don't know. The Relapse album is like most people know that, you know, a lot of artists take drugs and, and have drug addiction problems to come back from that and to, you know, be in a, a fit enough state to basically say, oh, I'm going to go on tour. I'm going to make an album. It's a big step. And any, anybody out there that struggled with addiction will know that it's a big step to to say you're, you're you know, you're clean and you're, you're trying to stay sober and all mm. that kind of stuff. But mm. you're not going to produce mm. your best work in that time. Some people do, you know, Mac Miller definitely did, but. Eminem did not. He, I think, he was still kind of in that that weird like relapse. You know, mind the pun, but weird relapse place where he's like maybe doing a bit of drugs here, but not the same drugs that he was addicted to. But he still has that temptation and that thought, and it's it's yeah. really prevalent to me throughout this project. I do think though that like like Sean said, it was underwhelming when this album came out because maybe we wanted a grander thing, especially after Forever. Even yeah. even that in hindsight hasn't aged that well, but that was that a good terrible. feature. The beat yeah, is know, so bad. That dude, beat is was so a, bad. But you know what I mean when I say like it was it was a moment and it kind of did shake up mm. the hip hop scene and it was like oh he's gonna come over 
maybe his best out. I don't know, something great, and it wasn't. Yeah. But mm. I feel like Relapse has aged well, or it is better in hindsight because he's just you have to compare it to the rest of what comes after this. And it's yeah, like, it's true. Lyrical, the beats are really, really good on it as well. Yeah. So like. I do, I do I know, like a large amount of the songs on it, but ironically, as much as we're saying that's yeah, Eminem's like great return to the game, that's one of Drake's best verses ever, where he said his most quotable line in the first four words. But mm. yeah, honestly, I don't know. Eminem's going through a tough time here, so can we really judge this period of of his career badly? I mean, yes, technically, if we're being objective, but I don't know. Sean has something to say. Yeah, I feel. Do you know what it is? I feel really just back and forth with this is because I'm, you know, I know and one end it comes across really sort of entitled and nosy to be like, I want you to tell me about your life and your business and all this sort of stuff. But if you think about, if you can, I, I know I'm, it's a really silly comparison, but if you look at Kendrick, right, there was a five-year gap from Dam to, to um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, yeah. And Kendrick didn't need to do what he did with that album, but the level of depth that he gave us and substance we appreciate it, right? And it, and again, it re- it's reflected in the music, the the body of work that he put together. He put his sort of life and soul into it. I think it get, I think it was of benefit to him. When you compare it with this, and the reason, I think the reason why we, like I'm saying words like frustrated, and that we, there's kind of a sort of sour taste in our mouths when we talk about Eminem, is because he showed us such greatness in that first era. Um, someone that could have really, I guess, at this point in their career, after all that they'd been through, and and, you know, he's aged a fair amount at this point, could have really went to the next level, like kind of like what a Jay-Z has done with like the likes of 444. Mm. And we didn't get that. And we've never really got that. And um, it just feels like almost wasted potential in a way. Definitely. Maybe I'm being harsh. I don't know. No, 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 I, mean, I, I, no, I, I agree with that. I agree. The thing I was going to say, I, I remember when Relapse came out and I never really liked it, but I think it has aged better. Mm. And he, I don't know, he was kind of going through... Um, Obviously, he was going through a hard time. Maybe he was even trying to find like a different sort of bracket that he could go and go on to. Because I went, well, that's what I did recently when I listened to it in a different light. I think I got annoyed and I found the accents very jarring. But when I just took that out, I actually didn't find the album as bad you know what it as is? I. I was told today about the about the accents. Apparently, yeah. he was trying to see how he could make certain words rhyme that shouldn't rhyme and, and mm. you know, won't rhyme. And That's found, the Eminem yeah. secret technique, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Exactly, <laughs> he found yeah. that the accents are what were actually allowing him to rhyme words that shouldn't rhyme together. So, you know, um, apparently that's why there's so many of them accents going uh, on. Okay, this. fair enough. But it, it is very jarring to listen to. But when you have that small piece of information, it actually makes it a little bit more yeah. tolerable, doesn't it? Yeah. So, last, last thing I'll say with relapses, after all what I just said there, I still think it's better than Encore. I think it's better than recovery as well, personally. I know yeah. we, someone might pick that, yeah. so I won't say much at all about that album. But and and Eminem, I don't know if you've noticed this in his lyrics after this point, seems to trash relapse. And I don't know whether that's because he genuinely believes that or if it's because of the reception it got. But I'd be interested to know what he thinks now because I think it's quite clear that although despite the 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 underwhelming, frustrating feeling I get from it, it's definitely better than albums, well, definitely better than Encore in my opinion, better than, than recovery as well. And he was doing some, like there's some standouts on here and he's, and it's more consistent. You know, he sounds good throughout the album, but I don't know, man. I don't know. It's all coming from love. It's all coming from love. But I, th- I think you raise a good point though. I think he trashes relapse because of the critical reception, because mm. what he then comes well, which obviously next pick probably I'll, I'll say my pick comes from recovery, but when he goes into recovery, he was given what the media and sort of what the fans wanted 
not what he wanted to do and grow as an artist. He was almost like he was feeding to the lions. He was feeding to what everyone's needs were. Relapse was what probably where area he, where he could grow as an artist. And that was what he should do. But he saw what everyone thought of it and thought, Oh no, I can't do that. They want the, they want this type of M and that's what you got with recovery. It's his, it's his biggest album ever. Soul Recovery. Which is weird because I only really like yeah, one mad. song off this whole album, which is the big song with Rihanna. And back then, Rihanna was killing it. Rihanna on a feature, your song's going to go, you know, to the moon. So, but you, you know, I don't even like that song as well. Wow. That, Sam, <laughs> you know that song's got undertones of like abusive relationships. Yeah, that's, that's why I like it. <laughs> Toxic King here. Go listen to some future, but no, genuinely, that's the only song I like about. To be to be honest, that's probably the only song I actually heard off that album at the time as well. Because like I said, after I heard Relapse, I was like, I think Eminem's done. I'm gonna stick to the new artist because this is the problem. Mm. Back then, Jay Z was off doing some bullshit. Kanye was like, hadn't dropped my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, so it was just buffering, waiting. I was like, okay, I got Kendrick, I got Mac, I got Cole. That will do. I was like, Eminem is the only goat level rapper, and I'll give you Drake as well. At the time, was actually hitting goat level and Wayne was doing his thing but you know what I mean I had to start dropping off certain people yeah. and Eminem dropped off from there and I, I honestly a lot of people cut Eminem out their lives at that point yeah, yeah I'll be honest true. he never came back into my life until he started dropping you know stuff in this era three but realistically this era is such a dead point for me because it's like I've only heard the hits Sorry. I've only heard the hits and the hits aren't even that good <laughs> you were skipping the albums weren't you I was listening to on shuffle <laughs> I was oh, listening God. to the albums on shuffle. I'm not gonna lie, and I, oh. I was I was struggling to find songs that were <laughs> listenable. And I say that as oh. as a harsh opinion. That's probably not true. Like we're probably gonna get flames for this. But what can I say? So Theo's got a recovery song, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so people might find it jarring, but anyway, I, I like it. <laughs> and uh, and to, <laughs> no, and it comes from and it comes from to be honest, it comes from a good place where he's quite passionate about it and that's probably why I like it so it's um, you're never over okay I thought you were going to say white trash party I was like, no, oh, no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the days are cold living without you that's enough of that honest to god that's enough of that that is just pure <laughs> I told you I told you I, don't, I knew you would noise. find it jarring I don't think you'd see my face all the time I, I actually I, my, I don't think my eyes could open it any wider they could have fallen out my head that is terrible I was trying to fake it like <laughs> I was vibing for a bit then the hook come back and I just... no it's the, it's the hook it's the hook isn't it I, so I knew you'd find it jarring I knew you'd find it jarring the song's not on your that face, bad but no and, and I hear what you the thing is it's mad because I really hear what you're saying and I, I saw it on your face and I knew it because I just because I just want to get to the verse in it because the flipping whining <laughs> on the hook is just <laughs> Oh no! It's too much. That's not a good Someone, song. You, please feel free to talk about that know. song, Theo. But me personally, I, that song is absolutely garbage. I wish you didn't pick it, Theo. Honestly, <laughs> like I didn't pick that song ever. But Theo, explain, explain. <laughs> That's what he sounded like <laughs> on that on that hook. <laughs> Because no, honestly, um, I tell you why. I tell you why I picked that. He hadn't touched upon um, proof dying, and proof was obviously his best friend. He hadn't touched upon it at all whatsoever. He had been gone, like obviously um, encore, and then he had the break and had the drug overdose. But obviously, proof dies in 2006. Doesn't touch on it at all. Then we get to recovery, 
and you finally get some emotion on what that did to to M and how he felt about it. So I'm not listening to like the hook, even though I've been singing it because it's a bit after listening to it a while. <laughs> even though no, when you listen to it a while, you start whining yourself. I'm not going to lie, but I know it's. <laughs> <laughs> but the verse, the verse of what he's talking about, it's just nice to see that emotion and what what it sort of, what proof sort of meant to him. And it's nice to get that sort of side from Eminem uh, instead of I don't know. Just it was just nice to get that that sort of side. Just that someone that meant a lot to him. No, not the whining man. The whining. There's a cold <laughs> thinking without you. I tell you what, yeah, yeah. That, that, so, please, I never want to hear that song ever again in my life. But that so was my, terrible. Yeah. So yeah. my thing, my thing with recovery, yeah. So I've said, you all know this. Twenty ten times is when I really sort of got into hip hop, and the first three albums, and I'll always be honest, is the first three albums that I really sat with were the Carter Three, good choice, Blueprint Three, what, what good choice, fire album, Carter Three, oh, and Recovery. Right, so when so when oh, this sorry, came out, what what no, the this hell? Is a weird collection of the, albums, two great <laughs> albums that have lasted the test of time, and then this is it because it just this, come out. This album literally came out when I fully got into hip hop. So it was like, it was like you're saying like you were looking for the 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 big artists to come out. This was the one. It came out. Did you buy right? an HMV? Afraid, the biggest song Did you go HMV and buy this one? No, 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 I haven't got I haven't got the CD yet, but I've, I I listened to it a lot. Okay, illegally. Um, so I, I loved this at first, yeah. And then obviously you get more and more into the music, the history. You start listening to other things. I didn't come back to this for a long, long time. And what I'll say about it now is, is going back, listen to it in prep for this. It's very, very surface level, very shallow. It, I, I'm about to be really rude and I feel bad because I don't like being disrespectful. But what this album reminds me of is, I don't know if you still get this, but back in the day, you know, on Instagram, you get those pictures of people like sitting on a rock by the sea, staring out in the distance. And there's that cheesy quote, that cliche quote. This is like this album. That is this album. It's fake, fake deepness. Yeah. It's just, it's just fake. It, it's like, it's, it feels like it's, it's trying to be very motivational and very emotional and, you know, ret- uh, what's the word? I guess introspective. Yeah. But it doesn't hit. It doesn't you know what hate, it is though. though. Sometimes he might not be feeling like the inside, but he's trying to force it outside, and like it made him feel good making that music, yeah. even though it's not like. Good and music. I don't know whether you, it was a conscious decision where people were like, "You didn't tell us anything on relapse," so he's like, "Okay, I'm mm. going to tell you this stuff." But exactly. like, maybe he wasn't ready to. Maybe he just didn't have the. He still wasn't back into the swing of things. And the other thing with this album as well, and to me, the the standouts I had, and one of them is a bit like with Theo, where I don't really like the song much, but the content interests me was um, talking to myself. Sorry if I've taken that. Um, Mm. But where he's commenting on the the, the dark place he was in and wanting to like send for other rappers just to kind of get back that, I guess, that relevancy. Um, So he was talking about what he was going to send for Wayne. He was going to send for Ye. He was going to do this and that. Kind of reminded me of Game Now, actually. And what he's done to Eminem, but anyway, I digress. But there was there were a couple of songs in there that I, that have kind of you know I, I was vibing to it, but the vast majority of the album I just couldn't help thinking I'm not I'm not getting anything from this. Like lyrically, there's just 
and, and the shouting as well. Oh, yeah, the shouting is mad. The shouting, the shouting is like, mad. If you, if you try and like flick through that album, you get a headache. Honestly. No, you do. And you know what? You know what's so funny? Like when you were saying how you, you thought that album was good. That's what I remember. I went to Cos like, and it came out. And I was like, with the, like, obviously with group at, group boys all going to cause and I was thinking oh yeah this album's fire and it's when Not Afraid came on I'm not afraid oh yeah this fire he's coming back that's that repast it that was still hard that, though. Song, I no, got like, that was hard. hard I don't mind hard. it that, no, Not Afraid is, is alright no, I'll sorry. give you that no yeah. no, that song is just no it's really? not great no, I don't it's like cheesy it pop music it's, like, it's, it's, not, it's not good pop yeah it's not, it's the whole covering, oh yeah, then Relapse wasn't, that That Relapse CD was meh, and then having to, yeah. like, why do you have to, why do you feel the need to do that? He's apologetic. Like, just, he didn't yeah, make a better album like this time. Yeah, exactly. Go on, give, no. No. Give, give us your struggle pick from <laughs> this, this era. Sorry. Give, no, give us your struggle pick. because we all Are we sounding like Eminem era. haters? Can I just reevaluate like our approach? No, we can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm doing my monologue. You have to be honest. It was a dip. You have to be honest. Yeah. Um, I actually had one from Recovery, but I don't know if I want to be on that album right now. <laughs> I picked, give I picked, yeah, yeah I'm going to give you LP2, but I, I did. I picked Riders from um, Recovery, the Deluxe. It was quite a cool bonus track. Oh, okay. It sounds like classic oh, Eminem as well. I, just, I was feeling reminiscent when I was picking my picks, but um, don't play that. No don't much. play that, people. I'm not going to. Um, um, this is the thing of LP2, you know. Like, uh, I, like... I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. I do not feel that album. There's only a few songs that you could. Oh, really? That, no, I don't feel that album. Oh, we need to get to. It all. Okay, wait, wait. I'll, let me all. let me pick. Um, let me pick Berserk. I, I'll pick Berserk. Oh. Why is Sean's head like a copy? Oh. <laughs> Hey, no, that I forgot how hard that song was, man. That song was like that song. No, no, let me say this. That song was in every trailer for a hot minute. You know, do you you remember that bit? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I think the song was there's there's something endearing about it. Like he's doing the beastie voice thing. It kind of is working. Like there's the whining voice of the chorus. I'm not gonna lie. I was shocked when I just heard that. I, I like oh, that. I like sorry, that song. Hook. I forgot I like no, that song. The song, the song is. Yeah. I know what you mean. The song's right. It's the hook, man. It's when he's so, just whining. That song is fired though. Like <laughs> it's like it's like if he made an album that he was trying to like do something like that on on the songs. I don't know. I'd yeah, be, that would I'd work. Be artistically yeah, 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 would interested work. Yeah, in it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I don't know. But other pick was bad guy from this album, but. I just heard people trashing it on the group chat. And oh, I was like, no, no, I like Bad Guy. Like, bad Guy's a good yeah, song. That's I a good story. Was, I actually think Bad Guy's one of his best songs in this era, but yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. Mm, that's the only song I like from this, this, this <laughs> album is, is Bad Guy and Rap God. But realistically, Rap God is no, actually what made no, me feel sick. No, no, no. Rap God made no, me feel no, like, no, like, like no. genuinely sick in my stomach. I was like, this is too much. Rap God is horrible. Like, that's like what logic, like, crafted his career around. That kind of rapping. Whoa! I feel this is good though. Because I feel like he's gonna laugh. We're, we're I feel like this up. is the this is the it's album therapy. where there's the most polarized opinions because I actually think this is his. Um, personally, I think this might be his best album outside of the, the first three, like the first main. Three. No, 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 no,
Like, that's one of his most creative songs. <coughs> it's an, ama- it's an amazing oh, God, that song, yeah. that literally, you made me sick. Instant COVID for that one. <laughs> what, bad guy? Just, just the fact you said that this is his best work. <laughs> I think you're making it up. I think you're making it up. You need to no, listen to Bad Guy. So I listened to it this morning. It's a good song. It's a good song. I don't talk about yeah, the song. That's what I, I mean. I, think, I'm, I was going to say, you had to be trolling because there's no way that there's that's by far one of the better that songs. That song's that great, album. but you're talking about the, the LPV. No, no. The what? You talk about the, the album being one of his best bits of work. What are these two laughing like that for? No, I'm saying since, so post, <gasps> post the Eminem show, in my opinion, Marshall Mathers LP2 is arguably his best work. Hmm. Okay. Oh, Sam. It's not that wild. Like we've no, just talked about pump, relapse like, and recovery not being all that. It's not that wild. <laughs> Bruh. It, all right. Well, you're entitled to your opinion, but. As Kira, I should have put out the board yes. but Kira says you're entitled to your opinion but I think it's wrong <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Get, catch me up what's going on <laughs> Evil Twin as well The Closer no one thinks that's a good song I haven't really I like listened it. to it I like, I like it I, like I said I started some oh, of these albums on shuffle days. but I think Sean the thing is though think about the subject matter on Evil Twin it's like he starts saying some homophobic stuff in the half mm. I was like I'm, I'm, I'm pressing next on this now yeah but look listen that He's doing that throughout his whole career, you know. True. He's doing that for like we. we that just sounds in a bad mood. We spoke about songs and, and albums where he's doing he's doing that as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's we've kind of got a, as as weird as what I'm about to say it is. I don't know in terms in terms of like rating his music, it's almost like you can't really use that as a. Mm. So would you say sure. that the Marshall Mathers LP two is like? it's like his return to the game. And then from there, it's, it's an upward trajectory. Are you say, is that what you're trying to say, Sean? No, no, let me, oh. hang on, let me, let me clarify what I'm saying. So Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem show. That is like by far his best work. Yeah. Mm. Encore's mm. a big dip. Relapse goes up a bit. Recovery comes down again. For me, the Marshall, L- Marshall Mathers LP two comes up a bit, a bit more than relapse. And then after that, we, I mean, we're going into era three. I don't think any of those albums are as good as this. Oh, no, I think, I oh, know. I think Kamikaze is better than this. We need to get I into Kamikaze because that is, we need to get into that one then. <laughs> I was just skipping I, I over know, revival. I, 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 yeah, really even music to be murdered by. Yeah, yeah exactly. Music, your music to be murdered by is actually a decent arguably, album. Wait, I'm asking the big question. Are we just skipping over revival completely? Because I ain't going to lie. I, I don't like any of revival. Hey, no, I don't revi- want to talk re- about it. Revival is literally <laughs> the worst album. That album I'm is just you, I, I heard terrible. Walk on Water this morning. It put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Like, sure, I told what you. about you? Any, I told any you, thoughts just, on Revival? I, I, could, I could pick a song, but no, uh, look, Revival is, is, is his worst project. It's his worst. Uh, walk on Water, every single walk one, water yeah. is a poorly executed saviour. I said it before. But this is That's the thing exactly as well. Think about early M. He used to like hate on these pop artists and say that like, I'd never work with any of them. Mm. And then you go to this album. He's worked with every single one the of them. The majority of them yeah, are featured exactly. with like the biggest pop artists in the world yeah. at the time. Yeah. Wait, what, Phil, what do you mean? I feel like that's quite a... You, you said... What did you say? Walk on Water, is, on water a, is a pure, a poorly executed saviour. Saviour? What do you mean saviour? Kendrick saviour. Came first. Though. Oh, Kendrick. I'm thinking... I'm thinking you're talking like a saviour song. Like no, 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 no. That's what, yeah. Walk on Water is a poorly executed saviour. What what Kendrick did on saviour 
was executed to its finest. Whereas I get the subject matter on Walking Water, but it was poorly executed. <laughs> right, it's the same right. sort of concept of what they're both saying. Okay. okay. Um, all right, enough. so we're skipping over revival. Sorry, sorry to the people that like revival, but we we ain't rating that. That shit is garbage. I don't even have a button to like. I, I would have just picked. Not, it's not right. What would you have picked? The, the the one song in there where I thought, do you know what? This is actually interesting content and whatnot. Is Castle. Oh, that, to, to be fair, I'm with you on Castle. But, yeah. But is that, is anyone making like, that yeah, far into this album? Yeah. I don't think people are. No, I didn't. I didn't. No, I did. I've, I, I've never I, heard that song in my no, life. No, I listen, I listen to every single song on the album just to get through Should it. That's difficult. It? Should I pick yeah. it then? Should pick I just it. do it as my pick? pick just show, no, show no, us. If it's what? not your pick, it's not your pick. It can be your honour. No, it is. It, is. Like, it's one, it was one on my on my <laughs> shortlist. So I think, let's listen to Castle because I think mm. that is, I want to be fair to him and I think that is a, the probably the best song <clears> on the <throat> album, is, at least in terms of subject matter. It showed maturity and, and growth. But yeah, just go, go for it. Yeah. I built this castle. Now we are trapped on the... To yeah, be fair, that, that is a decent song. That's a that decent was song. hard, but it's all the way so, at the end of the album, and it's like it, it, that's probably obviously for me because I haven't heard it. Might be the best song on the album, but it's also the deepest one he's done in a while, as far hmm. as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think it's probably deeper than near enough everything on on uh, recovery as well. It's deeper than the last three albums. hundred percent, hundred percent. It's deeper. Yeah, but for me, with that one, and it kind of, I think it transitions into a track about his drug overdose as well. So it's quite a, a, a good ending. But just to, just to kind of. I mean, for that track specifically, I think with that one, it just showed, um, I guess, uh, a level of maturity and accountability on his part. To go back quickly to to Marshall Mathers LP2, because I know, I know I'm on my own with this album, but the reason why I, I rated that, write that slightly higher than a lot of the other albums around this period is because for me, there were, there were elements of him kind of recapturing the great aspects of him earlier in his career. So like you had the creativity and bad guy and, um, evil, uh, evil twin. You had the the technical ability, in like a rap god or a legacy, with what he did with that. But you also had to, the the narrative started to change. Like he started to more think about how, okay, I've been trashing my mum all this time, but it was my dad that left me. You know, mm-hmm. why why have, why am I always kind of going at her when it was him that that maybe contributed to why she was the way she was, and in turn how it affected me. To go back to the to go forward to this one, with this one he's kind of set, like addressing the fact that he was bad-mouthing, you know, Kim, the mother of his child, including Haley's name in there, and what impact that may have on her, may have had on her and what it's having on her now. And, you know, it's not, I don't think it, again, it's not making me say, oh, you know, I kind of condone everything that he said in the past and whatnot, but I think it just shows progression on his part in terms of subject matter, in yeah. terms of maturity. Um, and yeah, like Sam says, I think it's probably the strongest track on that on that album as well. So yeah, I wanted I wanted to give it revival. It's just the basic. No, I'm glad you picked that. You know, mm, yeah. it, it changed my opinion. Fully. I was, I was I'm genuinely baffled. I didn't know that song existed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that song was was hidden in that album. But what what can we say? Like that, that's the problem with some of these albums. Like very bloated. Like mm. Kieran said earlier, just just full of like attempts to make it hit. Theo even said, you know, this is a poor attempt at Savior and Walk on Water and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it, it, I don't know. Maybe maybe my opinion on that song has changed my opinion on that album. But realistically, I'm that revival. It won't. Yeah, it, it, won't. it honestly it won't because I I put myself through it. And Castle was what, like literally one of the only few songs. I, I didn't mind a couple of, uh, a couple of others, but mm. Castle was the 
stand out massively because that mm. was the most deepest out of them. The rest of the songs, you'll just get angry. Honestly, it's Fair just, enough. yeah. Yeah, Revival. Um, and I mean, I remember just, I think I gave it one listen at the time and and I knew that was enough for me. Um, the, the, bit, the thing about that album was because, again, like I say, there were a lot of elements to um, Marshall Mathers' LP2 that I was gave me a bit of hope. Um, but there were also things in Marshall Mathers' LP2 that made me... Look, now, when you listen to both albums, in, like, in hindsight, the, the, the seeds were being planted. Like His voice really changes from the, the, the end of that era, the era two that we've discussed, Marshall Mathers' LP, into this one, to the point where it's like almost like it's not him. It's, it's kind of... Mm. He's, the flow is very like staggered and and re- like offbeat, but in this really weird, almost like robotic way. And the voice has gone higher pitched, and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a strange, strange. It's trend. like he's trying so hard to be like slim again, but not drug fueled about it. Almost like for me, it's more like I'm I'm trying to like elevate my technical ability. Mm. Um, but it almost mm. sounds like it's being made in a lab, like it's not that it's lost the human element to it. And I think that's why he staggers the verses so much because he's trying to rhyme things in a certain way, and you can't do it without breaking up the sentences in that way. Eminem's a type of rapper, like he'll he'll write lyrics that he can't rap yet, and he'll practice them until he can rap them. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's that that's the, the the little bit of revival that I wanted to to share. No, thanks for that. Who's got kamikaze then? I got one from Kamikaze. But... I feel like Theo does. Yeah, I was yeah. Say. Um, no, to be honest, I'm torn between Kamikaze and Music by uh, Music to be Murdered by. There's I, I think I've got one well. from Music to be Murdered by. Yeah, so last. So um, I'm, I'm having a torn war between the two. I don't know where it so, is now. Let, yeah, let Sam let Sam go first. See if he gets. There's a lot to say about Kamikaze. I think so. Two two tracks won't hurt us. I don't think. Okay, cool. So for me, I might put for Kamikaze then. Kamikaze. The song I've picked is the opening track, which is The Ringer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I fade. It was so unnecessary as well. <laughs> the song ends there. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> yeah. It's one of those ones where that song, he's just going off. No hook, nothing. Yeah. Like, he yeah. addresses, like, we're talking about he doesn't address anything for a long time. He addressed pretty much everything. He also did mm. a bit of a, a control verse in the middle there where he's like, if you ain't mm. these people, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, there's a lot of rappers that were stressed after they heard those those three names, you know? Hmm. Sean's not buying it. I thought that was yeah. so sick. Like, uh, I do, I do. Honestly. I think it's hard. Yeah. Listen, Kamikaze, argue, arguably out of all these albums, is the one that's the the most fun to listen to. That production-wise, it's more in line with like the sound that I like, and I, re- I reckon a lot of rap fans like. But his content in this, I think by this point, I just got tired of Eminem answering for the previous project that he made because. He, he did it with recovery kind of it was like right people were saying that they don't really want to hear from Slim Shady they want to hear like from me and he gives you the sort of like we say the sort of surface level shallow bars then we get a bit of a break we go to Marshall Mathers LP where I thought he was on a on an upward kind of rekindled a lot of the, the, the things that worked not everything was right but we rekindled some things then we get re- Revival which is a confusing choice I don't know what what the, the direction was with that and then he gets slated for it and he gives us this. And I just always felt, Eminem, you're above this, man. You don't need to answer to these people. You don't need to, you don't need to, I don't know. I, 
Sean, I don't know though. I feel I like this song because it's like his return to the the rap scene and like situating him in a place where like people actually love him in this place for what he does on this album. Like all the rap. Is it received that it. way though? That's the thing. I, that, oh, I think it, so. It got, like it I got think received people, positive. Yeah, people it, like people the beef like, that. Yeah. I think it was having yeah. beef of MGK on this album, and like people liked the disses yeah. that were on this, and like Fall did well. I just think when you when you then like two years later you get the the next album right. He's he's slating sort of mumble rappers and that generation. Then he's got a big song with Juice World. There's the whole controversy with yeah. Tyler where he is homophobic and this and that. And then he's got Young yeah. Ma on there. And then he apologizes. Right, as well. So I mean, I, I guess maybe like I'm I'm sounding like one of these people where Eminem can't win no matter what he does. But it just it got to a point for me where I was just like. <sighs> It's like you're making albums in response to the the reception you're getting to the previous one, and it was just so apparent on this one for me. Even though I think like, he, like the I thing said, is though he had to do that because Revival was such a bad album mm. that I, I was glad that he gave us this kind of like apology album that was like possibly put together better than Marshall Mathers LP two because mm. I think on that album he does some songs that are reaches that just don't work, whereas on this one. I can't really see a song that's actually a dud here. Like, I guess I don't listen to normal. I don't. I don't. I can't even remember what that is. But every other song on this is good. Mm. Know, that, that nice guy one with Jesse Reyes. Oh yeah, sorry. That's a bit of a <laughs> yeah. That's not yeah. Norm, normal what... is odd. odd. Just them two though. Like the the rest of the, the album sounds, is good. The album sounds fine. He's rapping well. Maybe I'm being really harsh, but um, I, I think you're too I just, caught up that in was the. Time. It was like I just mm. I just felt like M didn't need to do this. You know, I, I I hear what you're saying because he's already done it, didn't he? He already did it with recovery, didn't he? And he's addressing everyone, and he keeps feeling like he's uh, having to address things. But revival was yeah. such a load that when he came back with this, mm. I I tell I'm you thankful. what, this is yeah, this is the album that got me back to listening to M. That was the thing. That, uh, I I was not I was not listening to M. For whatsoever. me, it's a strong open as well. Yeah. Like it's a strong yeah. open, and it, it kind of teases you into the rest of the album. Like you you end mm. up hearing it rather than the other album. You know, revival. I, I didn't get drawn in like this. Mm. Let's be real. We everybody writ off Eminem when he dropped revival, yeah. and this was like a comeback in a way that's like, yeah. oh, actually, he can. He actually isn't like falling off at all. Mm. See, for, but, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm <laughs> Sean, to remember... Sean was not. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to remember the reception at the time, and I remember pe- people being like, "You just sound like a bitter old man." Like they were just sending shots at the younger generation. So, and people were it. saying it that. Well, no, man. I heard people saying that, but were yeah. they actually Eminem fans though? Because like at that time, I was definitely an Eminem fan, and I was like, I was feeling it when it came yeah. back. Yeah. Mm. But look, 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 to give it balance, like he. His rapping is still on. His rapping's on point. Yeah, the music sounds better. And on one hand, you can say, "Well, that's all that matters, really, right?" But I, I yeah. guess just um, I get, I'll, I'll say it again. Like this comes from love, innit? it? Like, this comes from being a fan and that. And I think maybe maybe we just put him on too high a pedestal all this time. Nah, he, maybe he, his pedestal got he, his pedestal got kicked over for me, boy. Like I, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he he's not on no pedestal. He had to fight his way back to the top. And songs like that is what kind of put him back semi on the top for me mm-hmm. cool. right, let, me, let me pick from kamikaze then let me go um yeah so uh, uh, yeah i'm gonna go lucky you because i'm um, sorry he doesn't matter yeah, he, he does a madness on this track mm. man. yeah they mm. both do yeah don't forget join it yeah mm. 
almost broke my neck to that one. <laughs> Eldon goes off, doesn't he? Yeah, that, that would have been my pick from this album. Yeah, that was just, that was, sometimes rapping is just so good that it's enjoyable, right? That's, mm. you know, and that's one of those. He's, that's a master of like fast oh, flows. That's what I mean. That's master of Exactly. Master of his craft, man. That is just ridiculous what mm. he just does there to the point where you just start, well, he's just going so much. He just, well, you can't keep up. It's almost like you're going around and you feel dizzy from it. It's just mad. Mm. Just absolutely and the, mad. And that's the thing you can never, never, ever downplay Eminem's um, technical ability. Like he is on a different level when it comes to the technique. But even, even in that song, right? I know I'm. I, I said What's this like? No, 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 no. Listen, Sorry. Listen, listen. You can't talk. You listen, can't listen. talk down after that. Like. In, Sam, in Sam's track, yeah, he's, like I say, he's kind of taking aims at the younger generation, specifically a, a certain type of flow. He opens this verse with that flow. So is that, this is what I mean. This is what bothered me at the time, and what bothers me now is I didn't. I I just didn't. I didn't like the look. It came but across he does a it certain way. Than them. He's rapping that Migos flow with lyrics that like they would never do. But is that fair though? Because Migos were like the, that were killing it around that period of time, killing it and it kind of look, appropriated it. I'm talking it's about. I'm not talking about the whole thing. I'm just talking about the the opening. The opening few mm. bars. Was was definitely one hundred percent that. Kind you can't of deny that it gassed it though. It gassed the entry of that verse. Oh, he he elevates it to a t- to a technical level and a lyrical level that yes, they can't match. But I'm just saying it. it, it the al- this album has always been jarring for me from a content perspective because it's like one minute you're saying this, the next you're doing that, and then two years later you're then like you've you've changed your opinion pretty quickly. It almost seems like you're kind of answering to. People like me who what, what we again answering for like the, to the criticism and, and adapting Sean, to it. I feel like you're criticizing the person and not like the the art or like the the music. Oh kind of yeah, thing. no. Do you know what look, I mean? Out of all the albums here, this is the one where I'm I'm criticizing him more than the music because, like I say, arguably to just put on in the background post Eminem show, this is probably the album I would put on. One because it's not that long. I know it's a bit harsh to say, but but two. Oh, that's not harsh. That is not harsh. It's, I, 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 it's yeah. not as bloated as the rest. Usually, Eminem's from that like, generation. Him and Game, where they just think like, oh, it's so plus annoying. Twenty-five tracks it's is so an album, annoying. and it's like, no, so annoying. You don't, don't need know, to put that many that tracks on every. Like that's what I. That's again why I like Kamikaze because hey. it's thirteen yeah. songs. Why he feels the need that he has to go eighteen song plus it just annoys the hell out of me. But mm. hey. But yeah, I'll, I'll be like I say, I will be honest, and, and I, I am aware that I'm probably sort of being contradictory, and like Eminem can't do any any right at this period for me. But my my big problem is the content with this album. That's all. It just I just found it quite tone deaf, and um, uh, he he just seemed really out of touch at this point to me. But yeah, maybe by the sounds of it, I'm on, I'm kind of in the minority with this one. Did you did Beyond you pick up the Kendrick influences though? Oh Kendrick yeah, for influences. sure. So even yeah. on even on the Ringer as well. Yeah, like, even on the Ringer, inspired says, yeah. by Kendrick too. Yeah, but it's not a bad thing. He's not yeah. copying Kendrick like mm. certain artists. I don't want to call them out on this pod, but like <laughs> certain artists do actually just like copy Kendrick when they get inspired. Yeah, you talk about your favorite boy, Logic. Logic, Saba. <clears throat> Uh, Anderson Park sometimes. Okay. Oh, like Ooh, that's a new. I'll say them oh, all. I'll call them all out. Gee, I do my, I do my 
Oh, Jid 100%. Oh, dear. Anyway, Jid came Kiro, out. Can we have like... your pick from no. Era 3, please? Sorry. Because this is, this is unnecessary what you're doing right now. Sorry. Gotta get the podcast cancelled <laughs> um, before it's even blown up. That is wild. Jesus. I like how this episode has gone, to be honest, because it's Let's wrap it up. Like... I don't even want to do a pick from Era 3. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I, I, I've got the last song, so I'll wrap it up. Um, I think, like, we loved him at the start. Then there's this period of, like, turmoil. I feel like we're rounding off into a nice place, but Sean's still in a weird place. But um, I picked, <laughs> I, <laughs> I picked a one from Music to be murdered. To be honest, that album is actually full of so many bangers. Like I don't know if you know the song with Don Tolliver, Sam, but that song is. Oh sick. yeah, that's that song yeah, is that. fire. Yeah, yeah, that song yeah, like is that. hard. Yeah, it's, so, it's such a like that's not toned up at all. That he knows what's working and he does it so well too. But. Even the one of Anderson Pack as well, but I, I picked Darkness because yes. I feel like I just like artistically, I, he just entered a bag like a mindset he was in when he made Stan. I think because mm. it's like let me put my head into the mind of someone else and like craft. It's just, it's in, honestly it's incredible. Like oh, brilliant. I was mind blown. That, that was, was the song I was going. That was the song I was going to pick if I didn't pick. Um, pick the whole thing. Lucky you, yeah. <laughs> You know what's twisted? This is this is something that Sam said in the I don't know if you said it in the group chat or what, but like Eminem definitely inspired a lot of white Americans to do mass shootings because oh, the type of stuff he says in yeah. his music. Hundred mm. percent. And and funny enough, today I was discussing with somebody and mm. they were saying I don't know if this if this is too too spicy to bring at the end, yeah. But Eminem was either going to be who he is now or a school shooter. Do you know what I mean? Like slightly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was pretty much it. What he was filled with, how he felt, and who he was in his head—like, I don't know. Uh, 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 that's why. Wait, hang on. Did I, I hear that right? Someone said that they think Eminem ins- inspires mass shootings. <laughs> this was said on the group chat. We're trying earlier. to go viral. You missed it. We're trying to go viral. That is very, but very let's wild. Be, viral. No, no, wait, 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 wait. God damn! Because a lot of those <laughs> school shooters and like whatever, they were those kids that would listen to Eminem in the oh. Slim Shady day. Do you know what I mean? Like, they actually were those people. I don't know where Kieran's coming from. No, I'm joking. I know exactly where he's coming from with that. But, but I think it's too late in the discussion to even Eddie, try to bring that up. The point I was trying to make was that it's kind of interesting that he made this song because I don't know if he, like, maybe blames himself for some of the violence in America because he definitely inspired some of it. He's contributed to it quite heavily, I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I think my my opinion is the opposite. I reckon he's actually kind of helped people no, get through sure, emotions sure, to stop sure, them. He makes music about killing people, yeah. misogynistic stuff, homophobic stuff. He makes a lot of horrible look at, look at stuff. Look at the, the times of today, yeah, where people get cancelled for saying stuff like this. And mm. this music's f- not free to play, but you know what I mean? You can freely Eminem access was free, music. Free, yeah. Like, okay. he, he was he was selling out with this kind of music. A lot of people were getting, like, I know, ideas. I don't know, man. Generally... Angsty music is more of a, a release and and escape for people rather than like I'm I'm gonna now do this because I've heard it on tape. That's just me. I, I'm, the thing. No, but basically, I think, I'm I'm by no means ever gonna say that Eminem has inspired mass shooting. Just wild. Was, people say drill music is inspired violence. So let's let's tell the truth. Yeah, I, I think I think contained within that, like you know, the people making the music and and whatnot, but. I don't think Aren't the your average person up, who's though? feeling a bit down is going to listen to drill and go out and. No, no, it. no! I'm not. I'm not talking about rock bottom. I'm talking about like Kim. I'm talking about like '97 Bonnie. Yeah. I'm talking about songs that yeah. aren't angsty. Angsty is yeah, like Kim's wild, you know. That's like. Do you know what I mean? Like we're talking about other songs. Mm. We're talking about like 
murder songs really and truly because that's not angsty music I, I see both points because anyone you know if someone's like i don't know fu- like fucked up and um they listen to kim gives them the ideology that yeah you can just like just take a woman just put them in the back but, 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 of a car and just do and that is wild oh, no, i i see what she wants saying as well because like for example stepdad on the same album yeah so is like song. that kind of but that yeah. is actually quite therapeutic to listen to because it's like there are those moments i don't know if people have had that but like if you have like a step parent or like even like your own parent if they're like an abusive one you do have those visions like where you wish you could have done some of that stuff that he says on that and it's I like yeah. it's quite relieving to hear that but yeah, uh, look. There's, there's yeah. obviously, there's yeah, obviously, yeah. probably the odd person out there that's inspired by him or music or any art form to do something. But I reckon the very vast majority of listeners are helped rather than than hindered by it personally. Because it's like when people say Grand Theft Auto causes this or death metal causes that or gangster films. No, these people are going to do it regardless. Like whatever. But that, that's a different conversation, different conversation. But I think my, my interpretation of this song was like, on one hand, he, I think he's talking about, um, I think it's got kind of two meanings. I think he's, it's about him, but his, I guess his experiences in the industry, um, mm-hmm. whether it's fame or performing and things like that. And then using that, that specific mass shooting incident as a kind of double entendre to play off his own like struggles with like, getting up on stage and performing or dealing with the press and things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Honestly, yeah, yeah. Like, it's incredible that Eminem made this song as well, but only he could actually make this, I think. It's yeah, this is... Really interesting. This, this is the example of like... Th- this is where someone like Eminem in the early part of their career with the Slim Shady um, alter ego and the and the disgusting content that we've spoken about and that this is kind of where you'd want an artist like that to to get to with their content because this is like you're, you're playing on the horror core theme but you're now doing it in a more i guess mature so mature way. yeah yes there's, very a, there's mature. an overall message here about i think gun violence as well um and it's this is by no this is not like some of the things we've said this is not shallow this is not like surface level this is not like irresponsible this i think this is a it's probably his best song in this era at least it might even be his best since like that, those early albums it's a, it's, it's a i think very i don't song. think we played one that's better than this one no, maybe hmm. not. We've ended right, on a high. So, so judging by the fact that everyone felt this version of Eminem, what would you want to hear from him next? Because realistically, what I've been hearing from him recently is actually quite impressive. Those features, very, very yeah. impressive, <laughs> like, very impressive. The Dre stuff, the name, thing he did with Snoop the, the other day, yeah, the stuff. Dre one, the yeah. Snoop one, the Nas one. Don't, well. I was just about to say, don't forget the Nas yeah. one. The Nas what feature was unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, well when talking about his legacy, because. Like to kind of intertwine it with this, I think, because you know, I know we've said a lot of critical, negative things. Me being one of them, definitely. But I think part of MS Eminem's legacy is when he drops a feature, it is a moment. Like whether it's well received or not, if if someone has Eminem featured on their album, people go to it and they listen to it, and we talk about it. And look, I'm one of the people that often says, look, he's he's saying a lot, really. He he's rapping really well, but he's not saying a lot. But Sometimes the technical ability outweighs that and it is very impressive. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, in, in recent times, there's been some really, really noticeable features. Notable features, sorry. Um, what was I going to say? I want something really specific from him, like really, really specific. But I'm probably going to be on my own with this one as well. I want an Eminem project produced by The Alchemist. 
You're I just you just want to combine look. every that's white rapper every That's what you want to happen. Him with what's his name? Action Bronson. That's what you want. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hear me out. So the Alchemist has been Eminem's DJ. He's produced for Eminem on at least two occasions from what I can think. So they have had a, a working relationship. There's the Griselda connection and whatnot too. Okay. For me, at the minute, the Alchemist can produce a beat for anyone, as we've heard. And I know he's more in that underground lane and he's got his style and that. But I just think it would be good for Eminem, for someone to come in the studio with him and produce him, not just, not just make beats for him, produce him. Right, this is the theme. We're going to do 10 tracks, one or two features at max. But me and you work on this together, not like all these other producers or your usual producers or you even, because like, Eminem produces a lot and we haven't really spoken about his production sort of career. But I think, look, maybe not even Alchemist, but for, no, for me personally, I want, I want the Alchemist. But I think working with one producer on a, on a condensed project with a sync, like a one or two singular themes would maybe get something out of Eminem that would be different and refreshing rather than uh, him. I 100% agree. Yeah. I agree with that. There we go. So like you, you were ready to shut me down. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because what other? This is one thing I was thinking earlier as well. It's like Eminem's so like he's a bit of a megalomaniac in terms of like he just controls everything about his music, and there's basically no collaborative process other than like let's just grab a feature or okay, I'm gonna let Dre handle it. That's the only collaboration we get in terms of like consistency, and it, it would be interesting to see like someone that just helps him make good songs throughout mm. the whole album. I think judging so, by what Alchemist like, is up oh, to, yeah. and judging by what, you know, Eminem's up to, that that could be on the cards. There could be at least one track that comes out from them too. What's that, sorry? An Alchemist and, and Eminem track. Eminem. But I like that. I like that idea because I was gonna get. I was gonna say because it will be almost like something like what Nas has found with Hit Boy. If Eminem did mm. something like that, it, it, because it yes. revived Nas's yes. career. I'm I not gonna that. lie. Nas went to Hit Boy. Hit Boy. He's worked with him, and he's just they found something, and now Nas is like re-energized and re like and some of the music that they've both been producing is amazing. If, if Alchemist did that the same with Eminem, that could just like be amazing. That's what yeah. that's what kind of needs to happen. So I do like that idea. Could you imagine Imagine Eminem came to some a producer like The Alchemist with the idea of the song we just listened to, the, the kind of soundscape yeah, that he would yeah, make for that song? Yeah, that This is be what amazing. I'm saying, because like, The Alchemist doesn't just... It's not like Alchemist has one sound. Listen to like the Rock Marcy album, the, the Arm & Hammer album, the, the Boldy James. He, he really crafts a soundscape for that artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, even an EP. Just give us an EP or something. Or and the other thing, this is a bit more bait, but... Like a bad meets evil too, because that that was we didn't really speak about oh, yeah. other work like with B twelve and Royce, yeah. but arguably like um, what's it fast lane and tracks like that in in that second era we spoke about was probably some of his best work, most like entertaining work. Anyway. Yeah, um, and Royce is like. Pfft. Well, crazy. Royce is just a different. Royce's uh, level uh, Royce is just different ridiculous, way now. Man. Yeah, and he's I don't saying, think he gets I don't think he gets spoken about enough. I'm sorry that the, no. the level of lyricism that Royce has got is just ridiculous because we're talking about Bad Meets Evil. But if you could start looking through his career, I'm sorry, like what he does in Prime as well. But this is digressing now. Mm. No, mm. props to M for like helping mm. him yes, get through whatever struggles he was yeah, having. Though, exactly to, to yeah. be great. Yeah, and that's what we've got. I think talk about with M is the um, you know, we always talk about how uh, Dr. Dre gave him the platform to be who he was, but. Eminem's involvement in the likes of a 50 Cent, the work he did with D12, Royce, as we're saying, uh, the Bad Meets Evil stuff, but also just their collaborations in general. 
Um, I'm trying to think of some other artists. Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. Do you know, um, even like, I, I never heard of Griselda until Eminem when they yeah, signed. that's true mm, as well. You know, so we, we have to, you know, although there are, you know, there are sort of glaring, I guess, poor decisions and, and, and inconsistencies in the, in the quality of the music and, and whatnot. And obviously we have our problems with his content. Like we're not shying away from that. Um, he's done a lot, I think. And um, yeah, I mean, I, there's always a part of me that if Eminem drops a project, I'm going to listen to it. There's always a part of me that thinks, can he, can he make a, a, a great body of work again? I'm always going to be invested in that sense. And he's still relevant. He's the 14th highest streamed artist on Spotify. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's mad. Still, like that fan base is ride or die. His fan base is probably the biggest hip hop fan base out of any. I think. Mm. Well, but yeah. I don't even have the hip hop fans to be fair. <laughs> I don't think most are. I know it's kind of a guess, but from throughout life, when people that I speak to that are really into Eminem, most of them aren't really checking for any other rappers, um, which is kind of, I guess, it's an anomaly, really. You know. The amount of times I'll sit that someone will sit, people will say to me, like Jay-Z or Eminem, and I'll say Jay-Z and the whole group will be like, what? No, like Eminem. Like, and they say, like, you don't really listen to hip hop, do you? No, nah, no, nah, just Eminem. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's why. But um, no, look, he's, he's, I still, I still, um, in, in some regards, I, I consider him to be one of the greats still. From I do as well, you know, after this convo, I, I yeah. think like I've come around and it's like, he's kind of revived himself. Hmm. We revival, yeah, um, yeah. I guess we but should try. I do think that- what are you thinking, Sam? Because we, I think we were both like really like against him at the start of this. Uh, I guess we should try to be honest about how we feel about Eminem, and it's the fact that he's a really skilled rapper. You know, he's a master of the craft, and much like any artist, you know, he had the potential to be something amazing, and he has been something amazing. But he had his ups and downs, and I think he's. You know the the downs are definitely behind him. He's on the up now, but it's like mm-hmm. any kind of project we hear from him has to be like nowadays, especially with with where rap is right now. Like, forget his fan base. I'm talking about him as a, as somebody who actually clearly cares about making music. It's got to be that high level, like you know, high level concept project. It's got to be he, flipping yeah. back to the old style of rapping, but with this new level of life he's lived. Because realistically. There's been 20 years of his life that we've not actually heard about in a deep way. But like for Kendrick, we've heard about the last five years of his life and then the, you know, the first 20 odd years mm. of his life in his first album. And that is the market we're living in. You know, mm. Kendrick, Cole, even Drake to a degree. We know where they're at in life. But with Eminem, he's actually just like a bit of a weird enigma and he's not enough of a character for us to mm. kind of go, oh yeah, we'll just accept that from Eminem. Yeah. Like we, we yeah. as fans, we really care about this guy and, and how he is and what's going on in his life. I'm also kind of just a bit nosy, but mm, yeah, that's that's what I would would say about Eminem. Yeah. Is you know, mm-hmm. whatever comes out next will be great. But if he just keeps doing features till he dies, I'm not mad at that either because the features are actually quite good. The features are so fine. Yeah, I mm. think a couple of things I'll just say to round off on. I think, um, look, as I said before, probably being a bit entitled and nosy, but. Um, there's been projects, there's been songs where you, you want a bit more from him, like personally and just and, and in terms of introspection and things like that. But he has displayed that throughout his career. And I think more so than, more often than not, the, his better music is the stuff where he's really kind of digging deep. 
but I just think more so like because artists don't need to do that there's there's lots of artists out there that make perfectly great music without ever really going in depth about their life or about um, society or culture or anything like that but the difference is is and I think this is where Eminem has lacked throughout his career is just some of the the beat selection and the hook choices is what's let him down mm. and if those were better and I think maybe the length of projects too, making more condensed, you know, concise projects, we would maybe look past some of the um, the more, I guess, I guess the raps where he's not really saying much. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a lot of filler and there's a lot of bloat and that's what's kind of led to this. Mm-hmm. The final thing I'll say, and now it's good that Theo's one of the best live performers you ever see as well. He is very... Oh, good yeah, he's, unbe- he's unbelievably live. That's that's one thing I have to give to M. He's... he's- incredible that the way he engages a crowd and he's the fact that he sounds exactly what he sounded like on the albums that uh, just he's probably besides Kendrick he, they're, they're, they're on par with their sort of rap performance because I saw him live at Reading and it was absolutely phenomenal and we and we all know how amazing Kendrick is but Eminem's almost on that pit, uh, pedestal as well because seeing him live was just incredible I just gave me goosebumps when yeah when, when, when he when he performs Stan Stan is just and and he brought out Dido. I'm sorry, that mm. the goosebumps I had when he did that was just incredible, incredible. He ha- he had a whole crowd just like just sort of stunned to silence when when performing stand because it was such a moving moment. And you're looking around and he's got the whole the whole crowd is just engaged in that sort of moment. For someone to be able to do that is just simply incredible. And he's been a yeah. Mm. If you see him live, it's just in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll wait until we've um, to make a definitive like choice because we're going to be seeing Kendrick very soon. Mm. But from what I've seen vocally, there's no one I've seen as good as Eminem. The only one was Jay Z, but Jay Z. I was about to say Jay Z. What's the difference with Jay Z? Jay Z will stand there with a hat down and just go, whereas Eminem is using the whole stage. Okay, and he's not not missing a beat. Whereas like a Kendrick, he, he does make adjustments to kind of keep on beat which is fine yeah still one of the best performers i've ever seen live but eminem like theo saying is like cd quality whilst moving around the whole stage is 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 pretty impressive and not to put it down but that does sound quite robotic as well but it does sorry sorry take care of the artist well last things last yeah if you're this far into the episode yeah why the fuck aren't you in the discord please get into the discord if you're hearing us on youtube hearing us on youtube comment some shit i know you're an eminem fan you probably found us on your for you page what the fuck is on youtube i don't fucking care but yeah get a discord comment in the comments that's it that's the gray area hey this is sean and thanks for listening to another episode of the gray area are you an upcoming artist critic journalist or content creator Hit us up on our Discord or in our YouTube comments if you want to share new music, take part in an interview, or are interested in collaborating. Links to these can be found in the show notes. Take care.